This episode of That Might Be Cool is brought to you by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, as in, we don't have Pepsi. Is Coca-Cola okay? <laughs> you know that phrase that everyone hears. Every it's, time. Uh, every it's time. Pepsi okay. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's we don't have Pepsi. Is Coke okay? That's, so when, that's when you order happens. a Pepsi. I thought it was the other way. Everybody's, cause, no, everyone, everyone wants to order a Pepsi, and so then they're really disappointed when they don't have Pepsi. And it's no, like, oh, I got it way okay. more. I worked at two different no, movie theaters. No, one movie no, theater had no, Coke products. No, one movie no. theater had Pepsi. Is and that why always like say, can I have a Coke? You're, you're hallucinating, man. It's, is, is Pepsi Pepsi, okay? Pepsi is the, the most popular one, and then people have to settle for Coke. There was only oh. half and half, too. <laughs> Half and half Pepsi? Like, no, no, like, they'd be like, like I'd say, is Pepsi okay? And they'd either be like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, they'd be like, frick, no, what the freak? Yeah, but people, the, but default is always Pepsi, you know? When people, when people want a cola. De- default is Coke. No, when people like, want when a cola. Like, when you're out cruising and you're like, cola, you go pick up a girl Pepsi. and you go, hey, you want to go grab a Coke? Pepsi. It doesn't even mean. You want to go grab a Pepsi. No, you want to go grab a Coke. No, no. Pepsi, Pepsi is the default. It's Pepsi, Coke. Pepsi is Coke. the American Coke. icon of stuff. Cocaine. No. <laughs> Nothing's more American than everybody, that. Everybody, everybody knows. Soda. Oh, right. Everybody knows the <laughs> shape of the Pepsi bottle and the logo and everything, the Pepsi commercials. Everybody knows Pepsi. It's synonymous with America. It's Coke. Coca-Cola is American. No, no, no. Yes. It's Pepsi Pepsi yes. is the icon. I'm right. You're Everybody wrong. knows that bottle shape, okay? How, Everybody how knows about bottle Pepsi. shapes the, can there be? The Coca-Cola bottle shape? No, the Pepsi bottle shape. Pepsi look. doesn't have a bottle shape. No, okay, look. You know what? That's Pepsi. This is TMBC. Welcome back to TMBC. That might be cool podcast. All the stuff with the things that might be cool. Yeah. Ah, mm. yeah. Who we got today? Me. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and me him. And him. And uh, you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. We're all here. That makes sense. In this room, we we do have quite a, a rotating host of uh, or a, a rotating list of hosts. So I guess we should introduce Mr. High Speed Chase. What's up? And just joshing around. Ah, I knew you'd do that. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one with your words. And our special guest, G-Rex. Hello. I'm here. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I never show up for these things. but uh, <laughs> You had a question for him, right? Yeah. Uh, what, is, uh, what is the G and the G-Rex, G-Gifying? Uh, d- define your G. Define my G. Oh, okay. So, so for the G-Rex nickname, what does the G mean? Sure. G-Rex. Means Gingersaurus. What? I don't believe you. D- d- like, what's, is there a story behind that? I mean, there is. Come on. There act is act like this is a real interview here. So, so let, me, let me point a mic at you and you say something interesting. <laughs> well, thankfully, there's already a mic pointed at me. Good. Um, yeah, but pretend it's his mic. <laughs> I'm a really long arm. So now I, have to, now I have to lean forward really far <laughs> when I say this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My mic. Hey, when you're listening, you can't tell how close we are. Yeah, that's we true. We could be right next to each other. That's true. You have ruined the immersion. <laughs> Um, so Chase's uncle actually came up cousin. with that name. Cousin. Eldest cousin. Chase's old cousin. Um, <laughs> don't call him old, they'll get pissed. He has no Chase's really, really old, decrepit cousin, Jeremy. Oh, burn. Yeah. Ouch. Freaking find me, bro. Um. <laughs> He'll find you. He'll kill you. Track me down. He's kind of Liam Neeson. He's got a crossbow. <laughs> he said he's kind of crazy. He's kind of crazy. <laughs> he makes Liam Neeson look like a... 
something not manly. A pussy? No, I was gonna I was gonna come up with another name. I was gonna say Powerpuff Girl, but I guess Powerpuff Girls are probably pretty bad, eh? Yeah, they might be. Hold on, I gotta sneeze. I mean, go ahead and keep talking. Achoo. But you know, I gotta sneeze. That's how he sneezes. Is like, Achoo. yeah. So anyway, something about ginger doesn't really strike me as the real real name here. You're not even a ginger, bro. Somebody, what are you talking about? I'm a ginger. People have seen pictures of you, me. You're a ginger beard. I'm a I'm a I'm a ginger beard, which is pretty much ginger. Your hair is like almost blonde brown, like like mine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Control yourself, man. He's getting the demons out, man. I mean, when you go in here, you just gotta go in with your A game. You know who else had a gay game? Brett Favre. Had a gay game? Uh, moving on to the next topic. <laughs> so when you sneeze, you lose your soul, right? But how do you Pieces do that if you're a ginger and don't have a soul? Well, uh, see, that's the thing is I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm in quite a high amount of negative souls at this point. Oh, so that's what they ask you for at the River Sticks. Exactly. Um, but no, so he, I mean, there's, there's this whole thing about how uh, within a few generations, there will no longer be any gingers. So uh, the, the joke that was exploited by Jeremy was that basically gingers are like dinosaurs. They're therefore, going extinct. They're going extinct. Therefore, gingersaurus rex. Ireland must have feelings about this. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have to have like top, top men on this. Top men. We can't <laughs> let the extinction of our kind happen. It's like World War G. Yeah, World War G. World War G. Oh my gosh, that's an amazing movie. <laughs> World War G. Instead of like Brad Pitt, you can have like some redheaded like Colin Farrell because, you know, he's invested in Ireland or something. No, who's he's that not a redhead. Dude? Who's yeah, that dude from uh, Ex Machina and The Revenant? Uh, Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason? Donald. Donald? Oh, that's, that's all Ireland rot lie. Is he Irish? Sure. Yeah, he's Irish. For this joke, he will be. Irish. Yeah, he is. He he and his dad, who are both actors. You know who else could be on the case? Ewan McGregor. Ewan? Ewan. Ewan? Whatever. Ewan? Is it Ian or Ewan or Ewan? Ewan. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Oh, that's like super Scottish Irish. Ewan McGregor. Way better than Ewan McGregor. You sound there like the, There's the, an Irish person. Ewan you McGregor. sound like the guy off of Kingsman, the bald dude, Merlin. Oh, Mark Strong? That's how he sounds. Yeah. Is he Merlin? Good draw, big C. Mark oh, Strong, yeah, yeah he's yeah. Merlin. I thought, no, the old guy. Who's the old guy in Arthur? Michael Caine. Yeah, I know he's Michael Caine, but like, which of Arthur, the, yeah. Wait, your cocaine? He's Arthur? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What? My cocaine. Freak. Your cocaine. Or my who, cocaine. Who's yeah. cocaine? My cocaine. Lego, my cocaine. Um, Michael Caine. <laughs> 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 anyway, now that we're done lifting off, yeah, people that, now that aren't from America, <laughs> <laughs> let's list uh, let's list uh, actors who are all from Europe. Let's just have that'll be our whole episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Sean McConnery, Sean McConnery. Sh- I don't freaking know. <laughs> You're having dude. a tough time with names today, man. I know it's like they're different than mine. Don't that's like that's like Matthew shit. McConaughey combined with Sean Connery, uh, which would actually be a very weird voice. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I love high school girls. I keep getting older, and they get the same. They say the same age. Yeah, Sean Connery is uh, Witterson. <laughs> no, that'd be that'd be pretty amazing, actually. It'd be awesome. I'd watch that show. It's a movie right there. Um. All right, guys. Well, uh, it's the next Freaky Friday. So today is uh, Thursday the eleventh, and tonight we'll be seeing uh, the new movie Deadpool. Is that what we're seeing tonight? That's I what thought we're we seeing were seeing tonight. Death Poo-ol. Oh, Skull Poople? Oh. Skull Poople. 
I'd watch that movie. I'd watch Skull Poopal. It's a documentary. Uh, I don't know if I can get through it. <laughs> um, but we've got we've got all sorts of stuff. So let's let's start off by talking about Deadpool. What uh, what are your thoughts going into this movie? You know what, in terms of you know, are, do you expect it to be good? Do you expect it to be bad? What things are you looking forward to? What things are you nervous about? Well, I'm hoping it's good. I don't like watching crappy movies, so that's my input. That's your input. Well, what what type what type of things are are you excited about? What things are making you excited about it? Uh it's got Deadpool in it, and he's not a bald, sewn up mouth, uh, sword out of arms guy this time. Well, he's still a little bit of a bald guy, right? I mean, he he is kind of bald. He did have. Yeah, it looks more like a bald sack. Avocado. A bald sack. <laughs> a bald sack. <laughs> Poor guy. That's his. He face. looks gross. He does look pretty. He does I mean, look pretty he's nasty. To. Yeah, I like that though. Yeah, <laughs> it's way better this time. Although I thought they would go more like more crazy with it, but I I think they still wanted him to look like Ryan Reynolds, yeah. like attractive. Yeah. So I'm like, sure. well, we can't have him too gross. I hope for the next movie he just has like skin just falling off his face. Well, they always have like the big bulbous tumors for uh, in the comics. For, yeah, the comics. I, know, I like that. I would have loved to see that, where he's just like bleeding and like oozing constantly. Uh, I would not want to watch that. <laughs> I definitely would not appreciate the full frontal Ryan Reynolds Deadpool nudity. Hey, that's that's gonna happen. Is there Ryan nudity Reynolds, in this? Ryan movie? Reynolds goes full frontal in this movie. No, he Jeez. doesn't. He really does. I don't believe you. There's been reports. Reports from who? A lot uh, of people. His internet does it look like his face? <laughs> I hope. <laughs> It's just another face. It just looks like he has yeah. a crazy outspread of herpes. He doesn't actually, people are just like, oh, it doesn't look like a scrotum. We're not sorry for the R rating guys. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, is apparently this movie is like hard R, like borderline, like almost to the point where it was considered being rated NC-17. I still think everybody would go see it. Probably. I mean, yeah. But it can't. I don't think any NC-17 movies can get theatrical release. Really? Yeah. No. Wait. No. Yeah. You're probably right. I don't know. I've never. I've worked. I've at never seen plenty one. of movie theaters. I've never seen it. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. I, I've never seen an NC-17 movie in a theater, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there'll probably be like deleted scenes that would uh, reveal that. Definitely in the, in the uh, uh, director's cut or whatever. <laughs> An uncut Deadpool. That would be horrifying. Hey, we don't know if he's uncut or not. <laughs> we'll have to wait for the full frontal scene he to keeps find that regenerating. out. <laughs> we don't know. Oh, that would be the worst. You get you get the uh, weapon X surgery and then your foreskin comes back, <laughs> uh, and like your belly button would open back up or whatever the natural condition of your belly button would be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your belly button just starts yeah, oozing. Yeah, scar. So did they have those? Do they have belly buttons? It would make know. sense that Wolverine and Kyle XY thing didn't have. Yeah, his wisdom <laughs> teeth come back in. That'd be interesting. Your tonsils, all that. Yeah, stuff. just every annoying thing ever. Oh man, what if, if you had could... like what if you had like a tumor beforehand? Your tumor just keeps yeah, regenerating. But a tumor is not normal. He is one big tumor, true. so I mean that's true. I mean that kind of already happened. That's not interesting. Jeez, move on. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean, I, uh, as I'm assembling, you know, we started we started the show. We're shooting from the hip. I'm sort of assembling all of the uh, um material for today's episode. But apparently one thing that happens is not only the full frontal scene, more details on that, it is a fight scene. It is a fully nude fight scene. Oh. So that, oh, well, that can go a couple different ways. That's honestly something I do not want to see. (laughs) Neither do I. I want to see him fight, but not 
with not. anything flapping around. You don't want to uh, see him go bananas. No, no, no. Yeah, go go bananas out. <laughs> he went full bananas. So reference to the. Never mind. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't want to talk about full frontal nudity of an old <laughs> avocado anymore. Um, but what? Give 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 us some uh, some nice little uh, weekend review for you guys. What's what's been going on in your lives this last week? Well, just looking up on the uh, the uh, oh, crap. What's the name of it? Crap. Star Citizen. That's the. Uh, the public-funded game that's being released at $19 million donated. $19 million donated for Yeah, all, all free free donation. So what's it about? Well, that's the thing. is like It's being compared to a lot of different games, a lot of different genres, but essentially like it's the, it's the sci-fi MMO that we've always wanted, where you can literally do whatever you wanted. There's like economy to where like the game was built around you robbing it. And so like there's real game dollars that people can invest in their ships to get out of actually getting them or whatever and then you as a player who just gets lucky can steal that ship interesting so it's it's just this huge opportunity everybody's kind of like cutthroat about it you know you can choose to join a bunch of other players and be a pirates and steal everybody's everything and affect the entire economy to where everyone's super poor and you're the top dog oh or you know you can be the the lone enforcer dark knight kind of person and go out and try to take down these pirates or whoever else is whatever else is going on. It's really cool. It's really, really interesting because it's like one of the first times that an MMO has like a fully piloted space combat. And it's really crazy. That and, sounds fun. And there is permadeath in it, so it's not just like you keep respawning. If you die too gratuitously, your, your character that you've invested in is gone. Is dead. Oh, wow. Yeah, so like when you first start out the game, you create your little character or whatnot. And then you sign, like, this little paper creating your name, and then right under that you essentially, like, assign your next character that if you die in a horrible way, the next character that's going to take over. And then it's like your, your heir to the throne, your benefactor. And so that's, oh. how, that's how you keep playing the game is, like, you kind of mantle your next character. That's actually that's, – that's, that's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. So it's, like, it's not about, like, leveling up your one character, getting skills and all that. It's, you know, essentially just – you actually having the skill to pilot things, you actually relying on how good you are at a gun, not just oh I have the skill that automatically makes headshots happen. That's that's pretty cool. That's that's I like that. Yeah. That's a game I could play. Yeah, Sounds I'd, weird. I'll definitely look it up. I hate that. You like make something cool and then someone steals it, or kills your dude. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like in space combat, if you eject before your ship blows up, you're fine. You're good. You get picked up. You're cool. And if, like, you just get down during a fight, then you do, like, lose a limb or, like, have some crazy-looking scars, but your dude will get back up. But if you get, like, a headshot while you're, like, trying to steal somebody's stuff or if your ship gets blown up while you're still in it, that's when you have permadeath. Well, what happens if, you like, you lose an arm? You have to, like... No, you get, like, a robotic fake arm. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. well, then do they not I'd be able to do, like, certain things? No, like, you can eventually, like, after you go through the game a little bit, you can visit, like, medical procedures and, like, kind of restore your abilities. Huh. But it's, like, super expensive, super hard, so it's, like, still reinforced that, like, eventually your character will die. And it takes it from, like, the sort of static universe that's existing to an evolving universe where people, you know, move on. There's memories. There's things that are lost. You know, it's not just, oh, I have all the quests beat. Now I just kind of, like, mess around with noobs or whatever. And it's, you know, your character's gone. You have to, to kind of reestablish yourself in the universe. And if you die, you kind of have to, like, make up a little bit of credit you have with your pirate buddies or whatever. Even though you do kind of like retain your money, your ships, 
your weapons, anything you owned, you, you do lose a little bit of credibility because you're not that same person. You're not the guy who made the Kessel Run in eight parsecs or whatever. You're 12. Just, sorry. I mean, that's how good he can be. <laughs> Can there make we go. It even yeah, faster. Jeez. So even though parsecs is the distance of space and not time, it was long ago in a galaxy distant, far away. It yeah, could they have mean different, different meanings shit. for different words. You never know. Don't we know, don't man. have we don't have the force that could change a lot of things about our measuring system. Han yeah. Solo don't have the force. You know, I mean, Vader probably like counted his time and like how many force chokes he had. That's fair. Uh, it was about twelve force chokes ago. Ah, <laughs> oh, so it was like three hours ago. All right. Four um, force chokes an hour. <laughs> you kill four people an hour. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. That's why they call him Darth Vader. <laughs> so, on the subject of Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds says he is uh, 70% sure that he himself did not leak the uh, the Deadpool test footage a couple of years ago. <laughs> he, he's 70% sure? He's 70% sure that he, Ryan Reynolds, did not leak it. So he doesn't know. He doesn't know, but I mean, he's he's 70% sure. Uh, he's kind of saying he did. <laughs> I think he kind of is. So he, he yeah. went on, uh, I think he it was... He wants credit for making Deadpool happen. <laughs> well, I think he, he was on uh, Jimmy Fallon, I believe it was. Um, and he said while he was on there that it was uh, it was one of four people. It was either him, the director, Tim Miller, or one of the uh, two people who wrote the script. It was one of those four people that leaked it. And he said he's 70% sure it wasn't him. But it's basically it's that one. Of, it was yeah. one of them. I'm still, I'm still. Taking it was all of them, dude. Yeah, all yeah. at the same time. Which it was. I mean, it was illegal what they did. That's the crazy part about it. Yeah. Like that, that leaking that footage was entirely illegal. Hmm. Kind of crazy. Yeah, but it it worked. It so. did work. I don't know. Take that, producer. Yeah, because apparently they, he and the director and those other two guys, they talked about it. Like after they made that test footage, because. Um, he said he was down for the movie and then, uh, those guys wrote a script for it and then the studio was like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll kind of give you a shot. Let's see what happens. Um, we'll give you some money to make just, you know, a two or three minute test footage. And then they did that. They made it, but the script leaked online. And so then I guess the studio didn't want to make the movie after that. So they're like, well, crap. Now we have, you know, this test footage, this two minutes of Deadpool glory that people are never going to see. Then they joked around about leaking that, you know, leaking the test footage and getting the excitement about it, and then it just sat there for a few years until somebody finally did. It's interesting. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if that really did, like, play the major role in it actually getting the movie release. I think it did, because, I mean, it was, like, the, the test like that footage... Was the propaganda that fueled yeah, the Yeah, because, like, the test footage lit the internet on fire when it yeah, was Yeah, they leaked. freaked out. I remember that. And so... Everybody thought it was fake, though. A ton they were like, that's not fake. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's the guy who plays him in, like, a, in a video game or something. Yeah, but then it was confirmed that it was that Ryan, was Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. It was yeah. legit footage from what they were making. Now yep. that that came out long enough ago, that was that before Wolverine. Uh, no, no, no. That was that was after Wolverine. So oh, because that was when they were talking about the Deadpool movie was after Wolverine oh. had been released. I was really hoping that it'd be like the Deadpool movie was going to come first, and they had all oh, the funding. No. It was Ryan going Reynolds to had to disappointedly put on this stupid yeah. makeup and. Crap, he's just like, what could have been? No, that's <laughs> actually not him. The guy at the end is not Ryan. Yeah, that's Ray uh, Park. That's the, the, the guy with the katana sword. Parkour dude. Yeah, that's the guy who plays Darth Maul. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, he also plays someone else really cool. Yeah, he plays a lot of, I mean, he's had a lot of really cool. He's the like, acrobat, evil, slayer, slasher dude. 
Yeah. He's crazy. Anytime anybody needs a dude that, like, you know, does some crazy acrobatic stuff, they get him. He's nuts, too. I watched, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of, the, of him doing his tricks. Uh-huh. Like, drop-kicking someone and then doing, like, a front flip and landing backwards, like, gainer style. Oh, he's insane. I was like, what? Yeah. Star he Wars... broke physics. Star Wars, I think, was... Or the, the Phantom Menace, I think, was one of the only movies he's ever had any dialogue in. But... He wasn't supposed to. No, he wasn't. Benedict... Benicio Del Toro was supposed to play Darth Maul. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't and know that. he's going to be in the new one, episode eight. Oh, yeah. So he finally gets to be in uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Freaking 15 S- years later. Six to 17. Wow. That's crazy. 17 or 18. I think 18, actually. Wow. No character release, though, on that, nice. right? No, like... Yeah, they haven't said anything Lando about it. Lando Carusian's best friend, <laughs> twice betrayed. I think he's going to be a bad guy. He plays yeah, they're a saying bad that he's guy. kind of uh, going to be a villainous figure. Well, have you seen his, like, eyes? They're always like, I'm going to kill you, eyes. Oh, yeah, when he's when he plays the collector, dude, there's always that little bit that's kind of resting under the surface with him. But then, yeah, like, he was in, what, Sicario and a few other movies like that. Um... But so the other thing is too, the movie Deadpool hasn't even been released yet as we're recording this. As you're listening to it, it was released a few days ago. So you've probably seen it. You've probably seen it. Um, but a sequel is already greenlit. Really? It's already certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's uh, and the sequel is already greenlit. Fresh. So wait, that means like it got what in the pre-production, the the premiere? Uh, for so for all the the premieres and screenings, all the reviews and stuff have it above. I believe it's I believe eighty percent is the cutoff for certified fresh. Um, but I think Deadpool is, like, in the 90s right now. Let me find out. Get the exact number A's on that one. Yeah. I heard it's really good, um, but people have seen it on the internet. It started out around 91. Right now it's at 81%. Ooh, dropping. Bummer. Dropping a little bit, but, I mean, it's... 10%. 81 is still awesome. It's still certified fresh. Um, but yeah, it's, uh... The reviews are looking real good. I'm excited. I I think we're gonna like it. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know, I don't know. You don't know? Are you, are you, know, you know, cautious? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I was, uh, I was uh, listening to uh, some uh, some footage, some things about some some arguments that uh, may uh, may uh, alter people's opinion. Oh, footage that uh, people in this room may or may not have filmed that might not get released. Intrigued. So <laughs> I, felt, I felt it necessary to bring up our effort. Yeah, no, we we recorded a lot of footage for uh, for a couple of YouTube videos that were going to be the first in the uh, Rock and Suck series. Um, Rock and Suck. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it I sounds just feel like pretty dirty. It does sound dirty, and that's the point. I find it funny. Rock and Suck. Um, <laughs> Yikes! I'm not that's sure why. Wanna, that's why I, I said. I'm not it. sure I want to click on this link. <laughs> 300 videos for rock and suck. <laughs> a rocking chair. Grandma's sitting in rocking chairs. Oh, oh no. Ew. You took that to a whole worse bad. <laughs> I, don't that know, went, I don't know. That went to a kind of no, I'm just level. saying what people might think, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what, what comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we were we were going to start that series with uh, with Deadpool, but it uh, looks like we're actually going to end up starting it with Batman v Superman. Because you're uh, not going to finish the Deadpool. It's given it's given me some problems. Yeah, we have some uh, technical difficulties. You, then, you told everybody you were going to do it. Though. I know I did, but then like it's it defeats the purpose if I release it after the movie's out. Still, I mean, <laughs> I have done everything I've said I'm going to do on the show. Have you? Yeah. You haven't cut your hair yet. Weekly recording. Did I, did I say I'm going to cut my hair? I don't know. I kind of wanted to make it. Never mind. Yeah. I'm, I'll probably cut my hair eventually, but not right now. Right now he needs a strength. He has a jawbone that he needs to. It's true. He's got to yeah. work it out. Um, 
So, in terms of the Deadpool sequel, though, what do you guys hope to see out of a Deadpool sequel? Like, uh, characters, stories, uh, you know, references, whatever it is. Lots of dirty jokes. (laughs) Well, that's that's something that could be said about the first movie, though. First movie of what? Oh, you're talking about the second movie. The sequel, yeah. Oh, we're talking about the sequel. Yeah. Dude, I haven't even seen the first one. I know, but let's let's say let's say we're just talking about characters or team ups. I kind of want to see like a uh, not a love triangle, but like sort of like a, a distrust of each other between Domino and Cable, as they both kind of like try to use uh, Deadpool's skills Ooh. in this kind of like wait mystery Domino plot. and Cable are going to be in the second one. That's what that's, so that's what we're talking about. Is yeah, you that's, know, that's people, what I want people see. to come in. And uh-huh. so like I kind of want like this sort of like who do you trust more, Cable or Domino? And like, oh, do we need to kill this politician or do we need to protect him? Uh-huh. What's going on with the X-Men? Are they dead? Are they gone? Where's Geonosa? I just want to see like more of a murder mystery derailed by Deadpool's character where in the end it's kind of just like you you reveal kind of like the, the rabbit under the hat. Huh. I could, I could see that. More of like Deadpool in a not sophisticated movie, but definitely something where he could shine more rather than just, you know, him highlighting his jokes. Kind of a attention-driven movie with uh, with humor in it. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, all of his comics that I find the funniest are, like, him just doing his thing in the total wrong setting. Like, uh-huh. being, being that fourth-wall-breaking crazy yeah. person that would walk off the set and, like, kind of, like, the background with all the characters would fade away and he would walk up towards the, yeah, yeah. the, the silver screen and just be like, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you with nauseated stomachs or uh-huh. who want popcorn we're gonna go ahead and give you a minute or yeah yeah, yeah. something stupid like that like in, which yeah. we probably will get in this movie but it is that is similar to like in uncanny x-force uh which is an awesome book and that's actually what i'll talk about for what i want in the sequel but oh geez in that book x-force it's, yeah uncanny x-force yeah you want the next movie to be x-force i want the next movie to be x-force yeah that's kind of like what you're talking about where it's a very serious setting you know like like especially in the first volume they have to kill the child reincarnation of apocalypse yeah and so it's like this crazy sort of emotional and ethical debate of like do we kill a child like we know this child grows up to be basically super hitler but like <laughs> well the do possibility we kill of becoming yeah. apocalypse but he's still just a child right now yeah so then the it's untreated. like you know do we do we possibly take him in and try to raise him better and turn him into a good guy or do we kill him all that stuff and Dude, i love how that story ends i do too like that story's freaking got, good. Yeah, they've got the one of my favorite characters in that. He's really weird. I don't know much about him, but his name is Phantom X. Phantom X. And he like, wears a mask that looks like a, like a ski mask is almost. Is Red X? Yeah. No, it's not Red X. That's and, DC. Wrong oh, universe. dang it. Yeah, Jesus. He's, he's just a cool dude. He's got like white trench coat with zigzaggy lines. Yeah. White and black zigzaggy lines. But yeah, he's, he's really weird. He has like yeah. this. Sounds trippy. Yeah, he's got like this other consciousness yeah, in him. Like, like he's connected to like this weird alien. Yeah, being. it's like his ship. Yeah, it runs the ship, and it's like an alien consciousness. Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Blue Beetle him. with his scarab. You oh, know, really? if you guys have ever watched uh, Young Justice, yeah, the scarab that Blue Beetle has, it's kind of similar to that, except it's this whole like ship. Hmm. Um, but he's basically like James Bond with a mask, um, and a weird ship. Like he was connection. like created somehow to be like this unethical. Uh, like someone without a conscience, basically. Yeah, definitely. It's a perfect killing machine. Yeah. So. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is that dude right there? I was handing. I was oh. handing Josh for for the listeners. I was handing Josh the uh, the trade paperback of Uncanny X Force: The Apocalypse Solution, which is uh, volume one of Rick Remender's fantastic run on the series. Um, but it's basically mm-hmm. it's a it's a team of uh, people from the X Men universe. See. No. <laughs> doing uh, basically black ops missions. So they, the X-Men are, do not know that this team exists. 
Um, it's it's created without the sanction of the X Men. Uh, the Uncanny X Force is because there there have been a few versions of X Force. The original is um, one with Cable. Yeah, the original the has like Cable and a few other people like that. There was another one that uh, what's his name? Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops created. was actually a member of of the one it, before. He this wasn't one. a member. He created it, and he was kind of like. The overseer. Yeah, make, yeah, making stuff happen. Anyway, this one is the new one where Wolverine kind of creates it on his own yep. to do his own thing. Cause he's, Without Scott knowing about it. He's that cool. Or any of them. Yeah. Cool. So it's, it's, it's Wolverine, Psylocke, Phantom X, uh, Archangel, and Deadpool. Did I miss anyone? Um, I'm just seeing. That's Psylocke, right? Yeah. yeah I, Wolverine. Thought that was, I thought that was Electra at first. Oh, I was no. like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. It says it on the back. Deadpool, Wolverine, Archang- Archangel. 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 There's a CH. I know there is. It's Ty Archangel. Ty that's, how you, that's how you say it. Spell Arc. Psylocke. Psylocke. <laughs> Phantom <laughs> Mex. <laughs> um, but basically, like, I would absolutely love for the sequel to Deadpool to be this and maybe add in Cable to that team, you know? I love how Deadpool in this picture has a, a, a mortal headshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got a hole in his head. That's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. But, uh, um, do you think they'll license. ever bring Phantom X, though, into the... I say why not? If they're bringing in Negasonic Teenage Warhead, I see no reason not to bring in Phantom X. Oh, yeah. Isn't that one in this uh, Sierra movie that we're going to see in a few yeah. hours? So, I don't know who... Nigga hot song. Yeah, I have teenage warhead. No. Is I have no idea. She's, she's I keep a, imagining a blue hedgehog. No, she's just a girl. She's that teenage girl with the shaved head. Yeah, I've uh, seen the, per- the trailers. Yeah, so so that's who she is. Uh, she's a Grant Morrison character from the uh, new X Men series of comics, which is a great X Men series. Really weird, but really fantastic. Um, random character to bring into the Deadpool movie. Like I, yeah. I have never seen her and Deadpool interact in the comics, but I maybe I just McDuffie. haven't read that part. Just saying. Um. But yeah, so she's uh, she's awesome. I feel like her power set might come into play in terms of how she's involved in the movie. Just like Josh kind of alluded to, she may be a MacGuffin for the film. Um, but uh, so I won't give you any details about her power set or what she is or what she does. But she's a pretty obscure character to involve. So I feel like if they're involving her, I don't know. They I mean, may as well bring in Phantom X. Galaxy. Yeah, but Phantom X is a pretty weird character with, like, like, how, like we were oh, explaining. Oh, trust me, show, so is she. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this debate might have more steam behind it after we see the movie, but... That's true. Depending on, like, what Marvel Universe has done and, like, kind of the doors they've opened for the other people that have rights to some of these characters that are a bit more obscure, mm-hmm. I think we might see some of the crazier ones come out. Well, yeah, and especially because uh, they kind of have to, because not only do they have to worry about, you know, which characters are going to be taken, you know, which characters they don't even have rights to, but then also the characters that are going to be taken by the main X-Men films, you know? That's true. Because I don't think they're going to have much interplay between the characters in the X-Men films and the characters in the Deadpool films or Wolverine films. So I think with the Deadpool ones, they kind of have to pull the C-listers out because they don't really have much ability to go for the big ones, you know? Yeah. Well, they've already used most of the big ones. They've kind of ruined a lot of them back in the, uh, you know, X3. Yeah. And uh, Origins, Wolverine. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Very true. But, I mean, they could reuse some of the ones they screwed up, like basically what they're doing with like Deadpool. <laughs> they, they screwed That'd up. It would be amazing if they brought Blob back in. He was <laughs> one of my favorite parts of uh, X-Men Origins. Uh, yeah, I thought he was cool. I really liked X-Men Origins, but... I thought it was much better than people said. I like most of that movie. It's a good movie, but I don't think it's very uh, X-Men-y. Like, it doesn't yeah. fit with like most of the characters. Especially because that old dude is standing at the end. What the freak is going on there? Yeah. 
Well, so what? Uh, at the end Professor of Professor uh, Xavier. Oh yeah, that didn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if I mean, I like that movie up until the third act. Yeah, I can stop that movie right when it gets up to the you know big Wolverine Deadpool face off thing. I thought it was I'm cool, fine. but it does ruin the character of Deadpool. Yeah. But they don't care; they're red conning that anyway. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I want to see is just this X Force movie because then it would explain why Deadpool's never referenced in any of the other movies and stuff like that. Like if he just, if he's just part of this sort of secret team and he never talks to or communicates with any of the other. Yeah, but this is a different universe. You know, after that changed. Um, in Days of Future Past, oh, technic- I mean, alternate timeline. Yeah, technically, um, well, X Men Origins never even happened. So it's true. Well, he so that's was never what I mean. a part of the that whole yeah thing he does. Well, so I think like when we t- when we look at like Wolverine three, you know, coming up, I doubt Deadpool would have any involvement in that. Um, so then you know, but Wolverine three is probably going to take place you know in today or whatever, as you know, like right after um, the Wolverine. And so I think that with that you could basically have an explanation for why Deadpool doesn't show up in that movie and why he's never referenced in that movie. Because I don't think Hugh Jackman's coming back, even though I'd like him to. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. yeah. It would be it would be right cool now. if they kept Hugh Jackman coming back just to like make appearances in Deadpool and stuff like that. Do you think he'll be in uh, Deadpool? It'd be cool if he made a cameo. Like just a cameo. I mean, he made a cameo in... Uh... First class? Yeah, first class. Yep. So, I mean, I, he he's open to it, I want to say. This would be the first X-Men film that he uh, hasn't appeared in if he doesn't. Really? Yep. This I would be. that's true. He's got to be in it. I hope so. Did you know he almost made an appearance in uh, Spider-Man? Yeah. Really? I actually How? think what? I heard that. Yeah. What? Let's hear Sony, Sony and 20th Century Fox originally had a plan to have Hugh Jackman's Wolverine appear in, I think it was either Spider-Man or Spider-Man 2. With uh, the... the uh, Garfield guy? No, that was that's not the, not the Amazing Spider-Man, but Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yeah, that would have been oh. that would have been cool. Where was I when this I was happening? Jeez. That, yeah, that was a plan, now. and I guess they like got close to shooting, but then Hugh Hugh couldn't make it to set the day that he was supposed to be there because he had like some other conflict with another movie. Yeah, I really I like well because like that story is perpetuated by not only Sam Raimi but also Brian Singer and Hugh Jackman and a few other people that were working like they were planning on having him on set that day and so they were their shooting schedule had to be altered because he wasn't able to make it mm. and then they just decided to go without it or well yeah because they just didn't I mean with shooting schedules as tight as they are usually it's like you know if you miss it you miss it dang yeah. that suck that would really cool there have been a lot of movies where somebody was supposed to make a cameo and then they didn't just because of a scheduling conflict and then they just never end up being able to because like that actor is now in production on whatever other movie they're doing and then the other you know now the shooting location is moving to this other place to shoot this scene and so kind of sucks because it would have been awesome to have the sony and fox universes kind of connected in that way yeah that would have been way cool but I don't know, um just- Hugh Jackman plays such a sweet Wolverine. Yeah, he does. I'm always down for a, for a little bit more. Yeah, I know I am too. So I, I do. I do hope that they kind of keep him around for that. But who knows? Um, but yeah, I'd like an X Force team that does you know a similar a similar type of story as the Uncanny X Force, where it's kind of dark. It's more serious. It's still got like the lighthearted moments, but it is a very like. Yeah, it's weird because Deadpool is actually pretty serious in it. Really? Like, yeah, he is. Uh, I continued reading on uh, Marvel Unlimited, oh, yeah. the next one, and Deadpool actually gets pissed off at uh, Wolverine really? for something, because he was mad about what had happened in the previous, the Apocalypse Solution. Oh, okay. Like, he was mad about that. That's interesting. And huh. he's like, he like leaves the team. 
Wow. So I'm like, it's kind of weird. I'm like, that doesn't seem like the right kind of Deadpool. Especially it since we've been does. seeing all this promotion for the the movie. Yeah. Well, it's almost like it feels like with Deadpool, in some of the more emotional stories he's had, it's all been kind of related to children and stuff. So maybe Deadpool kind of the one part that he has a soft spot for is like kids, you know? Maybe. And then it would almost explain the Negasonic Teenage Warhead thing because she's pretty young. But maybe he's got a soft spot for her because she's young and he doesn't want that. Uh, or maybe he's a pervert. Lost. Well, that could be too. <laughs> I'm sure that plays a role. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, are, are there any things that you want to see in the second one, Chase? Or characters? Um, I don't know. I'd like to see the X Force kind of thing, but I don't think they're going to go with Uncanny. They're going to bring Cable in. Yeah, I think it would be their own sort of X Force team, probably. Yeah, they'd make up a new one or something. And I don't. I really don't think Phantom X <gasps> would uh, show up. But maybe not. I mean, you can hope. Well, so because they they could do their own X Force where they had like Deadpool, Colossus, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, Cable. And they could they could bring in a couple more characters. They'd bring in Domino. Domino would be cool. You know what would be really cool? Huh. is your X-Force idea, and then, like, you know how Hulk has been kind of sort of removed from the uh, from the continuing Marvel Universe? No, uh, he's he hasn't been removed at all. I know not removed, but he's not appearing in any recent movies, is he? Yeah, he is. He's going to be in Thor Ragnarok. Darn it. I was yeah. going to be like, that would be way cool if they do something like they did in the animated movie they did a while back that'd be cool sort of like a task force hulk kind of thing yeah well in the, so the writers of the deadpool sequel said that they wanted to have hulk appear in it but i don't think they understand that they can't well they can it's very very difficult <laughs> no so they 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 can't actually the way the way mean? that universal's agreement is is that they hulk cannot appear in any fox movie because universal has distributing rights to hulk they don't have any creative rights to Hulk. So Marvel can make a Hulk movie, and then Universal gets to distribute it and get all the profits from distribution, which is you know home video and a portion of the ticket sales and stuff like that, which basically means that Marvel doesn't make hardly anything on the movie. That's why Marvel's not making a Hulk solo film, because any solo film, Universal gets all the distribution money from. But Fox and Universal are entirely separate, and Fox doesn't have the right the creative rights to Hulk. And so Fox cannot create anything involving the Hulk, whereas Marvel Studios can. But either way, whoever does it, Universal gets to distribute it. Yeah, but why don't they all three team up? Well, because then because Marvel Studios ain't going to go for that. They're not going to. Yeah, it's like, a oh, possibility. Yeah, throw losing throw money. Bruce Banner yeah. in your. Like, technically, movie. it's a possibility, but it will never happen. No. Yeah, because because yeah, Marvel Studios. That's a lot of people don't understand the agreement. Marvel Studios does have exclusive creative rights. Sounds so. like they sold a lot of characters. Is what it sounds like to me. Oh, absolutely! It saved them. <laughs> it saved them from bankruptcy, and so they they had to basically clean house. And you know, the only reason that Marvel was able to make the Avengers is because nobody wanted to buy the rights to Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, um, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. Yeah, <laughs> really? showed them. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wanted to buy the rights. They put them up for sale. They put all of their yeah. characters up for sale. Yeah, it's and now they're like, like they're the. Freaking flagship. Yeah, they're the number one Marvel property. Yeah, they, yeah. they blockbustered everything. All of a sudden, Iron Man is like super popular. Yep. Yeah, Iron Man is the one who changed everything for Marvel movies. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, that... it used to be Spider-Man. Like Marvel, like everybody knows Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and some other one. Yep. X-Men stuff. Nobody knew anything about any of the other ones. Uh-uh, not at all. I certainly well, didn't know about Avengers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even, and even so like Marvel, when they when they decided to make their own movies... They said, okay, we need to have a big character that people are going to know. You know, when we launch this new sort of universe, we need to have a big character that's going to bring people to the theaters. And so they made an agreement with Universal to get the creative rights back. And they're like, okay, Universal, you get to keep all the profits. We're just going to sort of connect this movie a little bit by, you know, basically giving that little tease at the end where Tony Stark shows up. Um, and so they, they 
almost took a loss on the Incredible Hulk just to have a big name for establishing their new studios and then going, okay, we really hope that Iron Man works out. <laughs> it did. It did. And they got the Hulk. Yeah. And, it, and thankfully, they released Iron Man before the Incredible Hulk came out. But when they went into production on him, they, they were like banking on Iron Man, just going, okay, we really hope that this works. And then hopefully, you know, the Incredible Hulk does well enough and pulls in enough of that that we can sort of develop a following. Dude, wasn't um, Iron Man like an indie film? Uh, so Iron Man was actually, they, yeah, Marvel. That's what the British dude said. Marvel, Marvel Entertainment had to take out a loan um, to make Iron Man. <laughs> they, had to, they had to basically, kind of like putting a mortgage on your house, they had to basically put their business up. As, oh, as collateral. As collateral. Oh, my god! To make Iron Man. That <laughs> risky move. Right? I know. Oh, oh my god! There were a lot of risky moves in that. The studio didn't want Robert Downey Jr. to be the, uh, the main actor in it. They didn't want John Favreau to be the director. Like, so many parts. And, and Terrence Howard was actually the big part of that movie. That was the studio going, okay, if you're going to do all this, we have to have Terrence Howard as Rhodey. Yeah, and then he left. And then, well, no, then, then he wanted more money, and they were like, yeah, screw you. Because he was the highest paid actor in, in Iron Man, by really? far. Robert Downey Jr. got, like, nothing on the first Iron Man film. Like, nothing. And he signed up for another one. Yeah, well, so he signed a contract saying, okay, if this one does well and we do sequels, then I'll, you know, get some more money. And then his agreement also included residuals so that they wouldn't have to risk as much paying him. So, like, okay, if this movie does well, then you're going to get some money. If it doesn't do well, then you're pretty much not getting anything. Wow. That's why that's why he put so much in that character. That's why he invested so much of his time and energy kind of creating this character and giving it all because he wanted to make sure that he actually got paid for he that movie. Everything he possibly <laughs> yeah. could to make it Yeah. Wow. It's, it's so crazy. And like and if it weren't for John Favreau, he would have never gotten the part because John Favreau said if if Robert Downey Jr. doesn't get the part, then I'm leaving. Because they wanted Tom Cruise. Yeah, oh, I did man. hear it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's oh, pretty common. Man. Isn't that crazy? That every, yeah, people Tom Cruise would have sucked. Can you imagine the Avengers with Tom Cruise as Iron Man and John Krasinski as Captain America? <laughs> no. Yeah. Really? He was he was the second choice for Captain America. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that Can you imagine that big There would nose? be no more Marvel. <laughs> yeah, if Chris Evans said no, then it was John Krasinski. Oh my god. <laughs> oh I know. My there gosh. there would be no Avengers. <laughs> There'd be nothing. Yeah. It's it's kind of crazy, and then they they just happened upon Chris Hemsworth, and and you know like basically almost discovered him. Like he had been in Star Trek as well, uh, Kirk him Stan. and his brother Liam both fought for the role yep. of, of uh, Thor. Of Thor and yeah. uh, the older Chris won well, it. What's funny is Tom Hiddleston also auditioned for Thor. That was the part that he was going out for originally. Tom Hiddleston, the guy who ends up playing Loki. Huh? Yeah, that's funny. He, like, oh, so he they his brother. Yeah, they basically <laughs> like he auditioned for Thor, and they were like, okay. We're not seeing you as Thor at all, but Got too much of a rat face going on there. Yeah, he just—he doesn't look like Thor. But then they're he like, pulls okay. off Loki. He's like one of the most well-known. Like he's the best. Yeah. He's the best villain. Marvel villain for yeah. sure. All the other ones are kind of like one note. Yeah, tacky. Which is crazy because all the other actors that they've gotten for their villains have been way more highly touted than Tom Hiddleston was. You know, Lee Pace and uh, uh, Hugo Weaving, um, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke, uh, James Spader, like, oh, uh, Jeff Bridges. He's pretty Bridges. big. He's in the he was in the yeah. first one, and he was good in Iron Man. Jeff Bridges was really Je good. Jeff Bridges is one of my favorite actors. He's really cool. I, like I really him. like Jeff Bridges. Although his voice lately is getting to the point where yeah. like he cannot understand a word. I don't know <laughs> what is happening. He's like a weird hippie now. Yeah, he sounds like his character in True Grit. Does he? <laughs> he does. Like he. That's how he sounds now. <laughs> 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 Shoot you, girl, get away. 
if you watch any interviews with Jeff Bridges, he sounds like Rooster Cogburn. <laughs> like, it's the weirdest thing. You just live long enough to see yourself become Rooster Cogburn. <laughs> Super weird. Um, I hope I'm that cool when I'm that old. I do, too, actually. You That's like my grandpa, dude. My grandpa. I, I was talking to my grandpa the other day, and he doesn't make any sense. Really? He says, oh, yeah. I was down, I was, I was talking to the Tin Man, and he mad me. I don't Boom know. Power. That's, <laughs> that's totally a horrible impression. That's not how he sounds. But it's hilarious, and I wish I was that cool when I'm old. <laughs> Dude, okay, so there's, there's this new list. Uh, Rolling Stone released a new list of the top 40 TV villains of all time. Um, TV as in not movies. Yeah, not movies. All right. Some of our favorite characters uh, made it into this list. So we'll, we'll start at the bottom and work our way up. Start up from the bottom. Yeah, and we won't list all 40, but I'll just stop on the ones that are yeah. significant. Yeah. So number 40, the, the last one on the list, Kilgrave from Jessica Jones. Oh, I did read that. He made the top 40 list. Yeah, he's barely, he's barely made it. Yeah, he's number 40. Um, what do you think of that? Uh, I, I thought more recognition. Like, I can see a bit higher on the list, definitely. Yeah. I, I really like that character um, because he's so terrifying and, like... She like, he's really good in that that series, you know, uh-huh. and uh, he's really terrifying. He kind of loses it after you kind of get to know him, and you realize he's kind of just a snotty, snotty little brat. Yeah, and it's kind of like Loki that know. way, where like he starts out super intimidating, and then the more you get to know him, the more you're like, wow, you're kind of just like this petulant child. It's not as bad. Loki's not as bad as Kilgrave because Kilgrave was so cool, so scary, and then you're like, wait a minute, why doesn't she just wear headphones and go kick his butt? <laughs> That's true. I mean, he has control of every, every, everybody else around him. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Luke Cage. Yes, yeah, actually, dude, that that was a crazy episode. Spoiler. Oh yeah, you, you saw. We we talked about this. Whole I thing. got to the second episode and I was like, "Geez, calm down, Luke. You don't have to break the bed." <laughs> yeah, it was, that, that show had a lot of sex. In some it. of those scenes, but yeah, dude, that whole series is amazing. It is. You got to go watch it. It's really good. I watched it in like a weekend. I know. I I, I liked it actually probably did, a little more than Daredevil. Weekend. I like it way more than Daredevil. I didn't well, like Daredevil that what? Much. Yeah, I enjoyed. Have you Daredevil seen the whole lot, thing but... of Daredevil? No. Are you serious? I, I got. I didn't even ugh. like it that much. And I, I, I hate got this. To, I, I got to it. one of the Kingpin heavy episodes, and I was just like, "Geez, this guy's so boring." Really? Yeah. You find Kingpin boring? Yeah. I mean, it's just oh. him mumbling about how rough it is, like coming back to his city, and it's like, dude, I don't care about your Bruce Banner or <laughs> Bruce Wayne complex. I don't. I just don't give a crap about. That's your... why I like him. It's because yeah, he's like. He's like a a, a a different version of Batman, you know. He's just fighting to save a city, but he's a he's a complete maniac. He's evil, and he bashes some dude's head in with a door. Yeah, and yeah that I is like hard door. I was like, and I was like, dude, I want to see fun. more of this character. And then it's like, hey, I'm going on a date. I'm gonna be the most awkward. That's what I love about it. Ever because yeah, he's because he's he's kind of he's you know he's socially inept. He's unique. You've never seen a, a villain like that. All the villains yeah. are always like, "Oh, I'm a villain." Blah blah blah. I'm they're the, always they're always really like, like egomaniac. The Ant Man villain. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Of course, like, yeah. He was super cliche, generic. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, okay, so coming in at number thirty-seven, Skeletor from He Man and the Masters <laughs> of the Universe. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting that that uh, Kilgrave couldn't couldn't beat couldn't, out Skeletor. Beat Skeletor. It's Skeletor, man. He's like yeah. a skeleton tor. <laughs> Perfect explanation. Thank you. <laughs> ah, I've seen the series now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean Skeletor. I guess there's we don't really need to dive into Skeletor. Um, number thirty five, though, and this one kind of surprised me. 
uh, the Reverse Flash from uh, from huh. the current Flash really? TV show. Yeah, explain that one. I haven't seen that guy either. Number thirty five. So so it's actually like if, if we tell you, it'll probably ruin the entire first season. I have so, not made it through the first episode yet. <sighs> it's so good though. It is really good. Every time I see uh, what's oh, yeah, yeah, I do this every time. Whatever. You, you know what I noticed though in huh. the new one, um, Eobard Thawne is not the same character as Harrison Wells, even though he's the same character. Yeah. Like, he doesn't act the same. It's, like, really weird. I noticed that. I was going to talk about it on the show, but I forgot. But, yeah, he's back. No, he's more, like, crazed and way weirder. Yeah, he's, like, psycho. Yeah. I mean, the other guy had 15 years. Um, and he was to trying to play thing. the Harrison Wells character, I think. Yeah, but he still, like, didn't match at all. That's true. It was weird. Anyway. I know, it was really weird. But he was, like, intimidating, though, when he came back. Like that when when actual Eobard Thawne comes back, I found him really like intimidating and actually I didn't. I thought really? he was kind of like lame, like kind of a uh, pathetic almost. I I liked it. I, I like the Harrison Wells version better. Huh. So basically, uh, the Reverse Flash Eobard Thawne is uh, is a time traveler hell bent on revenge. Um, on he the gets Flash. stuck. He gets stuck in the past. So he 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 goes back in the past to basically kill Barry Allen's mom um, to try and get revenge on him. Um, but then he gets stuck in the past and basically has to help Barry become the Flash to get speed and bring him back yeah. to his. Uh, the only way he time. can get he's back the dude in the wheelchair, right? He's the yeah. So Harrison Wells was a scientist that Eobard Thawne encountered when he got stuck in the past, and he basically um, through using like this weird technology, um, he kills Harrison Wells and disguises himself, like assumes turns, his form. Yeah, assumes his form. And so Harrison Wells is then basically Eobard Thawne, but it still looks like Harrison Wells, and he takes Harrison Wells' life, you know, like he he becomes Harrison Wells. Because, and he, because he's from the future, you know, all of the current cutting-edge science of today is is old hat in his time, so he knows it all anyway, you know. Yeah, um, so he doesn't have his speed anymore, so he has to use Barry. The only way he can get back is if Barry uses his speed to help him time travel to the future. So he has to create the Flash and then train him to get him strong enough to help him get yeah. back to the future. And this is this is all spoilers. So we don't we don't know any of this at the beginning of the show. Like we find this all out in like the second half. I mean, of the season. as soon as I saw that guy, I was like, "You are bad." Yeah, and they they tease they tease weird stuff with him. Um, but then it's like so basically here here's Rolling Stones uh, quick thing on it. Um, you have to hand it to the writers of the show, one of the best and brightest of superhero TV TV's new breed. Um, after painstakingly establishing scientific genius Harrison Wells as the uh, Scarlet Speedster's yellow-clad, time-traveling opposite number, they then revealed that Wells wasn't Wells at all. He was Eobard Thawne, uh, who, uh, who murdered the man and stole his identity to accelerate his villainous schemes. The whole story uh, is kind of bait-and-switch supervillain, uh, the kind of bait-and-switch a supervillain would love, so... That's that's the the quick rundown from Rolling Stone, but I, I actually do agree with that. I I've really liked the Reverse Flash. It's one of my favorite TV villains. It's pretty cool. Definitely. All right. So I'm scrolling through. There's a bunch of stuff from like uh, American Horror Story, Doctor Who, Spartacus. Of course. Uh, someone from Orange Is the New Black made it at 28 actually, and then number 26, a familiar face, somebody that we just talked about, Wilson Fisk from Daredevil, number 26. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty good. I, I, I think he's fine in that spot. I, I like him in that spot. Josh don't like him, but he's unique, man. He's something that we haven't seen before, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's my favorite really part. really got into like, a, a tussle with the guy. He could probably just you know like run a couple feet. And uh, the guy could probably couldn't catch up with him. They actually do get in a tussle. I mean, he's like really, really fat and kind of slow. If you stick with it for the, the whole season, then uh, you'll see them get into a fight. 
He can. He just chooses not to. I mean, he probably can't even like turn his head. I mean, he's got a pretty bulky neck. So I mean, like, I mean, that suit's got to be like strangling him. Too. He also, hey, he's got a bulletproof suit though. His suit is bulletproof, and it's That's fly awesome. as heck. It is. That is a dope suit. I like. I like, dude. I love Fisk. He is. He's the perfect kingpin. Um, do either of you guys watch The Walking Dead? No. Yes. Josh sure. Does. Okay. This is Governor, isn't it? Yep. Number nineteen, the Governor from The Walking Dead. I could see that. Is one. he the guy with the eye patch? Yeah. Yep. Eventually. So I mean, I don't know anything about him. First I know of all, a lot about him. You know a lot about him. I I think that once uh, once Jeffrey Dean Morgan's Negan comes in the next season, he's going to blow all this out of the water because Negan is amazing. Um, from the, the comics, that, yeah, he's the dude that just kidnapped that one chick. Oh, is he? Oh, do they already have the season out with Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan? <sighs> he's uh, it's hinted at with the wolves because oh, okay. the wolves do invade. Uh, spoilers. Uh, they do. They do. They do invade uh, the sanctuary. Uh huh. And so one of them gets kidnapped, and I believe that's the birth of Negan. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, so that's one. Chase and I don't watch Walking Dead, but I have heard a lot about the governor. Governor. Uh, governor. Governor. Governor, bit bop, cheerio, the zombies day, governor. I have no idea what you said. It's because my accent was so impeccable. All the British people are laughing real hard right now. Yeah, Andrew, oh, Link, oh, Andrew Lincoln oh, oh, oh. listening to this podcast about you know Walking Dead because he does that. Yeah, he does like, that. Huh. That's all he it's does like in his being spare home. Time. <laughs> um, okay, coming in at number 16. A bit of a surprise, but at the same time, not so much of a surprise if you think about it. Newman from Seinfeld. What? Yeah, number 16. He's a villain? He's Oh, Newman's definitely a villain. He's he's like a, I don't know, fat neighbor. <laughs> yeah, but he's 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 Seinfeld's villain, man. That's true. They are arch nemesis. They are. I mean... Arch enemies. He's his arch nemesis? Yeah, he is. is. correct? Newman. Yeah, he's his arch Newman. nemesis. They're both they're both each other's uh you know they're they're uh, they're he's the anti Seinfeld and Seinfeld's the anti Newman. They're they're two halves of a dark mirror, you know. Mm. That is interesting poetry. Poetry, I say. To be on the list. Yep. Um okay. Number 10, so the first of the top 10. Uh Catwoman from the 1966 Adam West Bill Dozier <laughs> Batman series. <laughs> it's pretty good. It took three actresses to nail this performance. What? Yep. Really? There were three different cat women in the span of two seasons of uh, oh, 1966. Okay. I, thought, I thought it was like three women at the same time, like stunt, voice. Yeah, that's what body. I was thinking too. No, I was so, like, they didn't like, do that back then. There was no stunts. It was running and talking. Yeah, no. So it was It was basically, so they, they had the, the two seasons. Running was a stunt. <laughs> <laughs> they had the two seasons and then the movie. So for each season was a different one, and for the movie it was a different one. Uh, but the combination of Julie Newmar, uh, Eartha Kitt, and uh, let's see, Lee Merriweather. All of them uh, slipped into the... Uh, and she's the, one of the best vi- superhero, or not superhero. Best villains in TV history. Yep. She's number 10 of of Rolling Stone's list. I've never seen it. Like, I feel like they're just throwing that in there for like nostalgia. I don't think so, actually, because so the show, the show was, it was, it was campy. It was meant to be a comedy, you know, like that, that was sort of a, a weird camp sitcom. Um, but it's actually a really entertaining show. And Catwoman was one of those characters, much like in the comics where she is sort of this, you know, she, she's a shapeshifter. She's, she's. On one side, part of the time. On the other side, part of the time. And she kind of goes back and forth. And she kind of tugs at Batman's heartstrings a bit. So I can I can see why they put Catwoman on there. All right, yeah. I've never seen it, so I can't I can't really say. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. 
I honestly, honestly, I do think that uh, if there's any, like, if there's a series that's worth going back and watching from like that long ago, I think it is Batman. Especially because recently they re- they released both seasons on Blu-ray. Um, there's only two seasons. Yeah, it, that that thing it was like a firework. It just it, it fizzled super bright and super quick. So because it, it was like for those two seasons, it was like the most popular show on television. And then it just didn't get the funding for it. Yeah, season. they just didn't renew it. Because, I mean, back back then, seasons didn't go on for, you know, or shows didn't go on for nine seasons no. or whatever. So that's know? Gilligan's Island. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Well, that that was one of the first ones to actually break that mold. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, if you look at England, for instance, there are, like, no British shows that go on for that long except Doctor Who and, like, even Downton Abbey, you know? Yeah, how you may be served. Are you being served? Is like uh, like one of their sitcoms that went on forever. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, most I mean, British it was shows. so long that it started out in like black and white, and like it went into like both versions of early Technicolor. No, it's true. But I mean, most of their shows don't last very long. Yeah, that's true. Most of their shows are one or two seasons at most. Yeah, and that that was how you know American TV was for a long time um, up until you know Gilligan's Island and then Mash and you know Cheers and stuff. Those kind of sort of broke the mold there. Larger sitcoms, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and then uh, number eight, Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, Mr. Burns? Mr. Burns. <laughs> the old dude. Yeah, dude. He's pretty evil. I mean, he's, he's old. He's a good villain. I really I really like him. Yeah. He's he's one of those people that, like, the trope just suits him. Absolutely. Yeah. No, he is, he is the perfect, like, generic Lex Luthor evil, you know, yeah. without a mustache, a twist, you know, a twisted mustache without a mustache villain. He's just, he's great, you know? He's always, he's always putting Homer in terrible situations because he has to work for him and putting the people of Springfield in danger. You know, yeah. it's, uh, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's a villain. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, Burns. Did you guys watch uh, Breaking Bad? Oh, yes. of course. It, okay. It's, uh, it's, I was going to ask you, is there a villain from uh, Breaking Bad and is it Walter White? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Walter. Well, Walter White's an makes... anti-hero. He's yeah. a villain by the he, end. Yeah, he's villain that's season true, five. He's as villain as freaking Newman or Mr. Burns. He's I guess evil, that's fair. He's an evil dude. I guess with him with him being the protagonist, though, that's what, what makes Changes it hard it. to call him yeah. a villain, yeah. Mm. Um, All right. But at number seven... Gus. Gus. Yeah, it is Gus. I love Gus, dude. He's way better than Walter White. I, uh, I loved Gus. He was so good. So I never finished it, so I actually don't even know anything about Gus. <gasps> what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You Get have to see that. out of the watchtower. I'm only in, like, the second season. Uh, you need to finish season yeah, three then, because how they it gets better past. It's season, season four two. that they finally. Yeah, season four is Oof. the my favorite is the good one, and then five I didn't really like that five, well. It was all right. Yeah, I mean they had to wind it up somehow. So yeah, it was totally I, different than the rest of the whole series. Yeah, That's it's why I didn't way like different. It. I don't know if they had different writers or. I guess I'll have to go to the binge room in the Watchtower and uh, you know just just kind of go into the uh, sleep deprivation chamber and watch them all. Yeah, do it. But uh, right before you watch Deadpool, before I watch Deadpool, <laughs> number four on the list. This one kind of surprises me. Uh, Joffrey Baratheon from Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, really. He is not. He's he's a good villain because you want to hate him so bad. That's that's the only reason. Yeah, because you hate him more than anybody. But that is true. But he's like, a horrible he's just bad guy. Such a one dimensional character. No depth. No future. No anything. Yeah. But like, yeah, you just you just. You need to hate him. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah. That's true. You are. You're just. You're very. You, you are very compelled. And he is psycho. Like, yeah, he he's grows into like this psycho person, like dude. Yeah, totally wanting to kill everything, kill and rape everything. <laughs> he's, he's crazy. <laughs> I was so happy when he died. I'm like, oh. when is he gonna die? He lasted like three seasons oh as a, the 
king. The main king, yeah. The, and then all of a sudden he's like choking, and I'm like, yes, yes. And it was a randomest person that killed him. That was, yeah. I'm just like, oh, remember me, bitch? <laughs> that was very interesting. I, I liked it, though. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I do. Dude, I uh, love Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Have you never seen it? I just assume. No, I've, seen it. I've watched all the record. seasons. I, I have, well, so I haven't watched the newest season, actually. Not, neither have through. I. Neither have I. But, uh, it's coming out. Yeah. Season five or season six, it's coming out. Uh, season six is coming out. I haven't finished season five. Me neither. I think. Or, yeah, is it season six that's coming out? Season six is the one to be coming out this year. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, the season or five. To be that I haven't start finished. airing. Yeah, and there's pictures say. of. Uh, what's the little girl name? Arya. Arya. And she's got like oh, white dude. eyes because she's being trained by the faceless man. I I love Arya. She's probably my she's she's probably my second or third favorite character like in the show. Last hope for the Starks. <laughs> Tyrion yeah. Tyrion's my number one favorite character for sure. But. Really, yeah, I love not Tyrion. A Kit Harrington kind of guy. One of my favorite characters was Rob. Really, I liked Rob. Rob as Stark well. was so cool because he's like this newbie, and he was a bad a, and he was just killing everybody. And then the Red Wedding. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I have never been more shocked while being expecting something bad. Yeah. I could not believe. I was so pissed off. The best part about that was like just the the song starting to play. The violinist just pulls out his violin and just, you're like, no. This is that that one song that means bad shit's going to happen. Yep. Uh, Reigns of Castamere. It's, uh, it's, it's. The show totally changed. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Much darker because I didn't like Jon Snow at the time, but uh, Jon Snow grew into one, my, now he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's he's like my second favorite. Yeah, I I really like Jon Snow. He's my number two. Filming? No, I'm not filming. I can see that. I'm doing a Snapchat. Hold on. But go ahead. Who who is your favorite, Josh? My favorite is the Hound because I just like the evolution of his character. How he, he was cool. Did a lot of different things and like how his character went from this sort of like faceless badass with a funky ass looking helmet to. This person who was willing to protect, you know, this Arya Stark and dude, I was surprised who, uh, at how he ended up. Yeah, because Arya is just like, nah, screw you. Yeah, I was like, I don't yeah, know they were friends. I know it is kind of it is really weird how that how the character I, I, plays see, out. See, that's the favorite part of my of the Hound for me is that he's a character that is so gripping, like he's just so different than everyone else that he's able to stand up to this crazy, you know, bodyguard of Tyrion's and fights Brienne of Tarth barehanded and yeah and then he goes you know and he finally ends per se and eh he didn't really add anything i mean he was flavor he wasn't character yeah i guess that i guess i can and i think that. that's my favorite part of the hound is that he's just a dynamic character in that way is that he he adds so much to the story and he's not necessary even it's a true. lot of the characters aren't necessary. Uh, yeah, and, and that's, 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 that's part of the thing show's about strength. Game of Thrones. Like they, yeah. yeah, I like it because like not every little thing has something to do with something else. That's the best like part because you're not shows. sure what actually yeah. is going to play yeah, into the what's overall important. narrative. Well, you know, like we were talking about with Joffrey, I mean, that little scene goes on to be the demise of Joffrey. Just yeah. that little like, oh, that's so cruel of him. And then it's like, oh my gosh, holy crap, that dude can hold a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's he do? The guy that he had drink all the wine, he's the one that killed him. The the dude that showed up drunk. Yeah. And then Joffrey was all like, we're going to have you drink this until you puke. And then he did. And yeah. he's like, all right, well, technically, now, that, now that my family's in town, the Tyrells, let's kill you. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it was uh, Littlefinger. What? Yeah, Littlefinger was the one that poisoned it. Oh. Yeah, L- Littlefinger was the one that oh, illustrated or, whatever. Orchestrated. Orchestrated yeah. the whole thing. And then and ends up, he was going to give him money. She still he steals the redheaded girl and then shoots him in the head. 
Oh. You don't remember that? I, I didn't see the episode, but I was told the ending. Now I feel like a fool. Yeah, that's oh. all right. Well, you are a fool now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so rounding out the list at number one, uh, did either of you guys watch Lost? Yes. No, I, I did. You did? Uh, oh, no. It's the smoke monster guy. Uh, Benjamin Linus from Lost. Ah, what? That's dumb. Yeah. I don't agree. I don't know. I never watched Lost, so I don't know. Me neither, so. Well, I can give you the synopsis if you want. <laughs> People get lost and then something stupid happens in the last season. Well, season one, there's a smoke monster. It's killing everybody. Uh-huh. And then season six, it turns out it's some entitled prick that feels wronged, and he has, like, the powers of the island, and that's why everything's happening. And oh, that's weird. He's sort of like the balancing act to Jacob, the main good guy god. And What? Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. At first, you're like, dude, some like, supernatural crazy shit happening. Nope, some dude, he's upset. He has to wear black. Yeah, okay. And he can't call anybody by name. That's weird. What? Yeah, I have he's no, always. All I've like, heard so many weird things about Lost. That it doesn't. There's a button, and yeah, the the number sequence that has to be pressed every every hour. Uh huh. Yeah. There's like there's like this crazy testing chamber that like if you don't press the button every hour, it'll implode and killing everyone inside the chamber. Oh, that's weird. And so there's like been this guy that's stuck in there for like eight years. Oh boy, been, that's been his life. He's been on the island before everybody else was? Yeah, like, he was on the island back when it was, like, still in use. Like, when people had originally discovered it, and, like, his character... How does he not die? What does he eat in this weird little cage? No, I mean, it's not just, like, the like the little complex right there. Like, it's a big bird cage-looking dome, and then there's, like, this, like, fallout shelter type of thing outside of it. And, like, he lives in that fallout shelter, plenty of food, like, grows plants and stuff. That's the huh. weirdest thing. I'm gonna have to watch it because I've heard so much weird it's, crap. Well, it's it was great, and then they get off the island, and then it's like we have to go back. What? <laughs> you have pretty... to go back to the teleporting, non-existent purgatory island. What? Uh, pretty much the same thing as Oliver Queen. Yeah, I guess that is true. <laughs> he leaves, and eventually he's like, "Well, I guess I gotta go back now. I gotta stay here. I don't know." Yeah, I'm totally um, not cut up. I missed. Every episode this week. <laughs> well, we're getting we're getting a little close on time. Right. Um, are you guys down to uh, end the episode right here and then come back with a quick uh, things from the internet for another mini episode to throw uh, throw out to the people? I think people love the the solo uh, things from the internet. All right. Well, let's let's do that. So we'll finish this episode here and uh, you know wait patiently for the next uh, next couple days because we'll drop you a uh, things from the internet. But uh, thanks for. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on any social network at That Might Be Cool, including Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, whatever it is. Follow at That Might Be Cool. Uh, go to thatmightbecool.com, although our website's down right now. It's being reconstructed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, enjoy The Kill by 30 Seconds to Mars, and we'll see you in a few days. Thanks.